Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. This is Perspective as a Motherfucker. I'm Aaron. And I'm Trevor. And this is our take on the world. So sit up, strap in, and let's, let's get, get it. it. Hey guys. What's going on? Podcast. We're back, baby. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. So um if you're wondering why we haven't um done a podcast in almost a month, uh, we both had COVID. So yeah, yeah, let's be straight. Where did I get COVID? I thought you got it from that lady. Nah. <laughs> okay. Nah. All right. Um, I either got it from a home buy seminar I was at or from a barbecue joint. Because that literally that day after I came back, I, I felt something starting. I'm like, all right, what's not COVID? Next day, clean move. That's the shittiest part. When you know something's coming, you start you start getting real mucusy. Start getting that like that packed Chills. feeling in your in your in your yeah. in your nostrils. Like, oh shit, I'm getting sick. Yeah, I was uh, I was chilly, like, and then God, I had that. You know, it's different when you have a dog and then you get sick because it's like I don't care if you're sick. Let me out and pee. So, <laughs> yeah, let me out or I'm going to pee on your shit. Yeah. So, in the, uh, you know, so I didn't want to get any, any other things ruined except for now, blinds is enough. And drywall. <laughs> blinds and drywall is enough. Oh, man. So, I had to let him free roam. I'm literally, I'm, I'm, I'm barely like, all right, you're like, I can see it, but I'm like, <laughs> just don't go too far. Like, I could not chase your ass yeah. right now. I actually, well, I got, one, I got one good lunge in me. That's it. Yeah, it was a, well, a couple of days in, unfortunately, I did lose them. And I had to, I walked around the complex for 45 minutes. And then I'm like, you know what? I guess it was God playing. I guess it was God playing. I'm like, I spent so much money. That's all I'm thinking. And I start walking up my stairs and, and who comes? Oh, where we went? I was like, get your ass in this damn house. <laughs> Well, luckily you you got a dog with one of the best noses possible and a hound. Yeah. And you know his over hungry eating ass <laughs> ain't missing a meal, so he all he had to do was follow that sniffer back to your house, back to your door. Yeah, but I mean, uh over it finally. Um didn't lose my didn't lose my uh sense of sense of smell or taste. But, like, that fatigue was something serious. Like, I've never felt just drained of energy. Like, what about you? Um, Lost taste for about three days. I lost smell for one day. But I think that was more that I was just stuffed up than anything else. But the taste is a weird one. It was so it was so strange because... You, I've never lost your taste before at all? No. Oh. No, no. Like, I'm sure I... I it's it's not hard to imagine what it's like, but like the when I first noticed it, I woke up early. It was like early. It was still dark out. I I didn't even bother looking at the clock. Um, I felt like shit, so I hadn't eaten since like breakfast the day before. So I was fucking starving. So I didn't want to make nothing. It was too late to be firing up the oven or nothing like that. The stove. <laughs> So I just grabbed a box of uh, frosted shredded wheat, threw that in a bowl, some milk, and 
<clears throat> mind you, didn't turn the lights on. I know where I know where everything is in the house. I mean, the yeah. fridge light, whatever. Yeah. I take that first spoonful, and I'm like, I'm chewing it. I'm like, I had to, I had to, I had to turn the light on. <laughs> I had to make sure that I didn't just pour water in the cereal bowl because <laughs> what? And I'm like, no. I watched like I I fucking grabbed the milk out of the fridge. I poured it in the bowl. That the the shredded wheat, no nothing. I mean, I the consistency in my mouth, the chewing, it was there, no flavor, nothing. Um, the, and the milk tasted like it was just water. Oh my god! Um, but it, it like we all know what water tastes like. Yeah. Like it doesn't taste like anything. Blah blah. But it, yeah. we all know what water tastes like. Yeah. It was more of, I just knew fluid was in my mouth. But there was just no was register. No... It wasn't okay. registering. Okay. And I got maybe one more spoonful and I was just done. It killed my whole appetite, which it, I mean, it's weird because you know what a lot of things, especially at our age, you know what a lot of things taste like. Yeah. And so you're expecting that taste. And then when it's not there, it's it just kind of ruins it. And so... Um, I didn't eat a whole lot the rest of the day, like crackers here and there just to keep my stomach from growling. Um, but like, it wasn't just that, like my stomach was tore up the whole time. I'm talking over the 10 day quarantine. I probably spent at least two of the days, like accumulated time on the toilet because no matter what I ate, that shit, there was. There was a point, um, I'm sorry if y'all don't, are squeamish or y'all don't, y'all don't, this seems a little appropriate, but it was like I was leaking out of my ass. It was like water coming out. And um, the shit was rough. Yeah. But no, I'm with you. The fatigue was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I couldn't even lift my head up. I was, it was one of the weird, because I've never, it wasn't, it wasn't like I was exhausted. It was just, I hadn't. It just wasn't there. I just, like, my energy was zapped. Yeah. And it was something where I'm like, that's all I I did was, like, sleep. As a matter of fact, I was like, I I didn't really even know what it was. I thought it was just, like, I got a bug, so I ended up getting some NyQuil, and I popped that or whatever else, but, uh... Basically, it was in and out. I was like, <laughs> drink song in and out. <laughs> and then, whatever, you know, whatever time, you know, my little asshole, my menace, he'd be like, all right, I don't care what's going on. I need, like, you got me in this room all day. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <clears throat> but, I mean, other than that, uh, um, no, the, the only time I've ever been that sick was I had, honestly, I don't know what it was. It was some sort of flu. Wasn't it that uh, when I I came back and uh, like you had like the worst, like I think you went to the ER and then uh, I came that was no that was really bad that was dude um, i was like why are you out here in at this bonfire right now like why um that <laughs> shit was so bad i got bronchitis 
but normally bronchitis is viral. I, the special case that I tend to be, got <laughs> bacterial. How did that even happen? Um, it wasn't from food, was it? No, it, I, I honestly don't know. But, um, so my dumbass thought, oh no, it's just bronchitis. I'll, 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 I'll take the meds. I'll, I'll, I'll just power through. It'll be fine. I'll be good in a week, a couple days, whatever. Um, nah, that shit just got worse okay. to the point where a week and a, about a week later, it, it progressed to walking pneumonia. Oh yeah. That I remember. And then I just thought. It was still bronchitis, and then it graduated to full-blown pneumonia, at which point I had to spend almost a week in the ER. Yeah. Um, IV fluids, um, round-the-clock, um, round-the-clock, they were, they had somebody sitting in the room to make sure I didn't pass out because my lungs filled with fluid. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, that was probably the worst I've ever been sick, um. The time I was thinking of was when I took that fucking Greyhound bus up to Jersey and caught some go fuck yourself flu from some asshole in the bus terminal. And I'm talking. And then you took it was it was the same type of fatigue, but the the pain in my body. Plus you were on a bus, right? Yeah. Well, it it didn't hit me till I got back to Jersey. Well, at least at least at least it didn't hit you on the bus. That would have sucked. Well, what's fucked up is um, Chelsea's sister and her girlfriend both got it too. So I had brought that shit with me and got them sick. Damn. Two bathrooms in their house. Oh, my God. For some reason, everybody was upstairs while her sister starts throwing up in the bathroom. And she finishes up. And I almost pushed, like, her mom had just moved out of the doorway um, it was either she moved or she's getting thrown up on. It's like, um, you gotta go. Like, but it's like my whole body hurt everything. And like, just let, like I, I kept rolling over and repositioning on the floor, laying down because every part of my body that I laid on just hurt. And I mean, that shit lasted for probably 24 hours, but, um, this shit was something else. This was, I'll be honest. There was a couple of nights where I was like, I was sketched out about going to sleep because like my lungs just felt heavy. It That's was just, never good. well, it's like, and, and the, well, the fucking lady at the clinic that I went and got my test at fucking scared the shit. Well, not necessarily scared the shit out of me, but she was like, she was like, there are no ICU beds in the state of Florida. If you, and she said that. And then she says, uh, she says, if you feel worse, I don't give a shit if it's, she said, I don't give a shit. This woman has been overworked. She's tired. Yeah. I appreciate the honesty, but she needed to relax. Um, but she goes, if you feel any, any worse, any increment worse, go to the ER immediately. Don't wait till the morning because you can die. And then she just stared at me and I'm like, God damn, lady. Why? Why you got to put that in my head? Um, 
But like I was using They've seen a lot this year, bro. Well, I <laughs> I was using her nebulizer. I was doing like three treatments a day just so I could breathe better. The it's just little uh, albuterol. It's like it's the same stuff that is in inhalers. Okay. Um. But like there was a there was about two nights where I was honestly nervous about going to sleep okay. because I'm like I'm like having a hard time breathing. Not to the point where I was like I I thought I should go to the hospital, but it's like that that bug at the back of your head, like holy shit, I could not wake up. Um, like when, like I only quarantined when, well, cause when I, I think you called me, I told you it was that Sunday and I was like, I feel all right, whatever. I was, so I was like, this motherfucker's still out spreading that shit. Now I get my <laughs> test results back and I'm like, oh, pop positive. Call, call him up. Bro, you need to get fucking tested right now. I couldn't get tested. <clears throat> you told me. You, I had to wait till Tuesday. There was none, none in the Walgreens, none in the CVSs. Like, I mean, health department. The health department in town here, they uh, eight to six. They got a little tent, pull around behind the back of the building. They'll. It takes two days to get it back. No, I I had no idea. So I, I finally. You didn't do your research. You didn't check. (laughs) (laughs) The only time I did a COVID. The only time I did a COVID test before that. You went but, to Walgreens.com and said, oh, no test. No, nah, I had to schedule it out. I was like, all right, I'm going to have to wait till Tuesday. And then. Um, I'll be real. There weren't any. I wanted a rapid test. And like. Dude, they. Like. And then when I took the second one, it was like. Every every time was just like. Just take it. I'm yeah. like, are you serious? Yo. When I went into the clinic. Like I initially, we got there. Um, I walk inside and they got this big camera. Basically, it's a thermal camera, okay. and you stand in front of the shape or the the person outline, and it mm-hmm. takes your temperature and lets you know whether you can go past it to the counter or not. Okay. Well, at that point, um, my fever wasn't too high, mm-hmm. but um, whatever. I get to the counter, and the lady's like. Uh, so what's the problem? And I said, well, I got about half the symptoms on that sign right there. And she goes, well, I ain't got no rapid test for you. Excuse me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of some bedside manner? I'm here for help. I want medication. I don't need your fucking attitude. Um, and it, like at that point, I'm ready to fucking leave because like, I understand you're not a nurse. You're not a doctor. You're just your job is just to sit there and do inpatient paperwork, whatever. And, but come on. It's been a rough year for him. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I'm still not getting the vaccine. I just. Unless I. Absolutely, absolutely have to get it, but I'm not. Uh, and and like before we started the pod, there was a I go to the dog park now with my dog, so it doesn't chew on my drywall. It's working. <laughs> so um, this lady, I, when I first started coming, she comes there pretty much every day, and she's vaccinated. She's like a 
older, like in our 70s or whatever else. And then she's talking to me and a, a young lady. She's around like 24, 25. It's like, yeah, I haven't gotten vaccinated. Lady just said, I didn't get vaccinated because I just hadn't gotten around to it. And I was just like, I'm just not, you know, I told her, I was like, yeah, I had COVID, whatever, uh, about a month ago and, you know, got over it. I'm just. You want it? <laughs> <laughs> shake, my, shake my hand. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But I was just like, she asked me a reason, like, what is your reason for not getting it? I'm just like, and it's, her reason was simply, it's like, things are going to go back to normal. Like, things, like, Things gonna have to progress. If if people, if everyone's not gonna get vaccinated, the world's not gonna go back to what it was. And I'm sorry to say this, I'm just like, I mean, you know, you have certain cruise liners where they're not letting you off of this shit if you're not vaccinated. They they just had a, a thing go to Dubai, and the Dubai people was like, "Who's on here not vaccinated? You ain't getting off this damn shit." Which I'm gonna be honest with you, compared to your country, I I don't blame them. Which doesn't make any sense because it doesn't stop you from being a carrier. So even if you have the vaccine, you can still give somebody COVID. Yeah. the the only The only other reason I've heard for people getting the vaccine is well, if you got the vaccine, you're most likely not to die. Well, it mitigates the symptoms. Which, if that's the like, it's a it's a good thing not to die. But it's like if it's I don't know. I think that's dangerous as hell. That the vaccine doesn't stop the virus, it just mitigates the symptoms. All that's doing is allowing it to incubate and mutate and become worse. I mean, any other vaccine that you know of that doesn't stop whatever virus it is? No, all of them pretty much if there's a vaccine out, it's it's done. You might have to do the one or two shots, but after that it's done. So like what are we doing? What are we I, doing here? I don't. This doesn't make any sense. Are we going to have to get boosters every six months? I'm not about that at all. Because that sounds like Big Pharma rubbing their fingers together, yeah. sitting in the back room like, ha, 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 these motherfuckers. We're going to get them every six months. Yeah. And, um,. Because, I mean, there's going to get to a point where it's like, we're not giving this shit out for free. Like, there's going to be a time where it's like, if you need this, you don't have to pay. It's, it's going to be like the equivalent of, like, fucking, you trying to get insulin. There's insulin sky fucking high here. Well, see, that's going to be a problem with the mandates. Because you can't have the government saying, you have to have this vaccine. And then them saying, well, you have to pay for it, too. Yeah. That's... That's not going to work. Um, we're in interesting times right now. Very interesting times. It is, but let's save the heavier shit for later. Okay. How was your trip? It was good. Uh, Vegas. Vegas is Vegas. Vegas is Vegas. Um, Didn't beat me as, as like the first time. So... <laughs> uh, Go on, tell him. So I'm a bit of a gambler. <laughs> I'm a bit of a degenerate gambler. A bit, a so just, just like if there's a difference, if there's that line <laughs> between gambler and degenerate gambler, he's like right on the borderline. He like tiptoes back and forth. I do. 
So my first time in Vegas was 2018. It was for my firm's convention. It's what I went there for this time as well. No plugs. They got to pay for it. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> um, I got a uh, good amount of money and it was my first time in Vegas. I felt fly, whatever else. I feel like the I, first time in Vegas is probably the worst. Uh, it is because you don't know how to act. <laughs> um, and I thought coming from, you know, coming from where we come from, like AC's right there. It's not even it's the same not, animal. Dude, it's not. It's, not it's like even the AC same on steroids. <laughs> Like, cause like the lights and stuff like that. Like I've been in several casinos. Bro, it's like AC is to Vegas like Kevin Hart is to The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? No, it's 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 Kevin Hart to Andre the Giant. Okay, what's that dude from Get Smart? Khalid. 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 Yeah. That dude. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So. Um, I had a, I had a good amount of money, you know, I was like, I didn't pay for myself. Uh, the first, <laughs> I went up to the room, I dropped my stuff off. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go at the tables. Three hours later, <laughs> um, 1100, <laughs> uh, didn't know when to say when. <clears throat> so I was like, you know. That's when, like, if you're in Vegas and certain places, they got cash advances and all types of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, if you go to a, any ATM in the casino, it's $8.99. Oh, fuck. And it's oh. $2.50 from your bank. So oh, my God. they took another $200 from me. I was, uh, oh, I was, eating, uh, I was eating very humbly for the next couple of days. Take out your last $10 and you owe them money. Pretty much. So it was a bit of a different story. Um, took out $400. Yo, and I, I cannot emphasize <laughs> enough how much shit I gave him on that $1,100. Like, I would, I harped on it so, like the first couple weeks, really heavy. And then I would wait till he forgot. And then I'd be like, oh, like that $1,100. <laughs> Like bet, you bet, bet you could have bet you could have used that eleven hundred dollars, huh? Yeah, I could have definitely used that eleven hundred dollars. So I took out four hundred dollars this time around, right? And uh, did pretty well for pretty much all the days. One money was able to go and get my suit. Now you got learning how to know when to say when, going for it when I need to go for it. Now. I almost did mess up. I almost did not have a suit for a doubt. <laughs> I had that four hundred dollars, right? I ran that down to seventy. I mean, I was the suit was one hundred and fifty dollars, bro. I'm the gonna... suit was literally. I had the Uber to the suit that was twenty minutes away. I would have had no suit for the color. Uh, did you rent it or buy it? Rent it. Okay. They sent it down. They sent it down men's warehouse. So yeah, ran that back up to. What was it three, the three fifty? Got the suit. I had to catch that because I had a nice little Airbnb. So I went to the store. I bought me sixty dollars worth of food. That's all. That's pretty much. I ate the entire time. Good because Nathan's got me for two hot dogs and some fries was fifteen dollars. Never again. They got. Me. That's ridiculous. But those are some good ass hot dogs. It wasn't good ass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nathan's. But. Able to basically, you know, took, you know, you know, did what I needed to go and do. Um, last day of the event, 
after that, we go to the meeting, right? After the meeting's done, I go down to, you know, I'm in Mandalay Bay now. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the MJ and Grant. That's where I was at the entire week. But played up, played up, went from 300 to 571. Walked out. Got me Uber, whatever else. Now, this is where I fucked up. <laughs> it's funny, I met it. <laughs> this a, was the moment. He I met a girl, I didn't get her number. Thick ass old broad. Met another old broad before I went to the room. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock old broad off, you know, a little bit later. Whatever else, right? I'm thinking to myself, all right, you got $571. It's your it's Thursday. Thursday night. You got the whole Friday. I was gonna say how out till 10 30. You can control yourself. You got this. That's where you fucked up. This is the $300 that he put in the safe so he wouldn't spend it. Yeah, I went back. <laughs> didn't go and get any flop, didn't get any fly food, didn't go down to the bar, didn't go down to the club that was connected to the <laughs> casino. I could have been having it. Bro. You know what I no cat, you know what I did after I lost all that money? I, I slept my butt naked ass in that <laughs> That is foul. Now, <coughs> the story is not over. I looked at, I had a little bit more money. Went to, went, did 140. Took it out of the machine. So I took out 540 out of the machine when it was all said and done. It was up $100. Didn't know where to say it went. <laughs> However long it took. Before an hour before my checkout date, so I had not that much money. I had a hundred dollars, and you know what the fucked up thing about it is? Huh. I flew Spirit, <laughs> so I still had to go and pot pay for my bags back, which was fifty dollars. That's all I had. And then I called your ass when I was in the airport and got me some Wendy's and flew my fucking happy ass back to Orlando. So the moral of the story, kids, no one to say when. It is hard. I was doing so well the entire time. I could have did so much. Bro, you missed out on a lot of good food. Vegas got some of the best restaurants. What pissed me off was I was going through TikTok. There was a place 10 minutes away from me. It was ribs with waffle fries and mac and cheese on top. I could have went to the Wet Republic. Yes, it's called Jesse Ray's. It was 10 minutes away from me. I heard about that place. I could have went to Wet Pool. I could have went to the Wet Pool Republic. It was a Friday. That was when the DJ, I could have been having it. <laughs> but I fucked up. Mm. But sometimes you just got to chalk it up to the game. 
I'll be back. Third, third time's a charm. <laughs> third time's a charm, goddammit. And I'm bringing us thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I was I was mighty pissed. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. All you can do at that point is just laugh it off and it's only money, right? Yes. That's I mean you ain't never gonna forget that trip. I'm not gonna I'm not never gonna forget that trip. All in all, it was a lot better than last Especially week. since you lost all your money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, had to, I had to. I'm sorry. All right. I'm only give you give I'm gonna give you the one time because it's on the podcast. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna be uh we're gonna be transitioning now to uh, uh something a little bit serious. Now, um we've been speaking about China probably on the last couple episodes of this podcast, and now it's um Things are starting to get a lot real now. Well, it's getting it's getting heavy. I, I honestly, I think it it it'd be better if um we should probably go through the Afghanistan situation okay. because that ties into a lot of with what China's doing oh, right now. Okay. Um. That's a that's a clusterfuck right now. Their incompetence. I mean, negligence. I mean, how? How? That's the question. So, basically, Trump made a deal with the devil. Told the Taliban we would we would be out in May. Biden gets in office. He extends that deadline by like two three months. He had all this time to get these people out, to get the ambassador out, all the support staff, all our troops, the equipment, the weapons. What was the point of him dragging his feet? I mean, who knows? Like, I don't like to be a conspiracy. Like, Like when he pushed back that deadline... The first thing that came to mind was I thought <clears throat> he's trying to piss off the Taliban so they do something stupid and then we're forced into another fucking decade long war in the Middle East. Because I mean he's he's always been a war hawk. I mean he supported I mean he supported Desert Storm, he supported us going over there. I mean goddamn his brother made millions of dollars on rebuilding infrastructure. Tossed him all those contracts. Oh, dude. Like the, so kind of like the same thing with uh, bro. You got Jamie and Halliburton. Yes, you dog. You gotta you gotta read that article. Biden Inc. It, it, that shit is eye opening. Um, but <clears throat> so not not only did he not get our people out, he gave the Taliban time to coordinate, to organize, and plan. That city fell in hours. You want to talk about January 6th with an, was an insurrection? That is an insurrection. They stormed that city. I'm not even sure the, the correct numbers. They're talking hundreds of thousands. I think it was. I think it was like twenty some odd thousand. No, it wasn't that low. 
Um, Wait, of them, there's more like more than twenty thousand. I mean, I've been getting, I've been reading reports of two hundred thousand Taliban. What? Um, there's, there's, it's Jesus. Twenty years. We were eleven when nine eleven happened. No, we were ten. Yeah. So, twenty years we've been over there. Well, I didn't, I didn't realize I was. Uh, apparently, Afghanistan has been called the uh, the fall of great empires. Like, um, they beat Alexander the Great. They beat Britain twice. I'm um, just like, if if you would think just by that history that people would learn, I don't. I don't think I want to mess with a place like that, but you know. Well, the thing about it is the terrain. The, it's a mountainous area. It's a mountainous desert area. It's almost impossible to hold that type of terrain for any extended amount of time. It's kind of similar to like... If you're an outside force. Okay, it's kind of similar to like the Vietnam, basically, I would say, to a degree. We invaded them, and they've spent 20 years trying to get us out. My main thing is the people that grew up in, in Kabul over the last 10 years... I mean, there's people that had no idea what Sharia, they, they've never lived under Sharia law. I mean, they've had girls going to school. I mean, doing everything that they are no longer allowed to do. Mm. They don't get to go to school anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, uh, did you see the picture with the, uh, of the, uh, Aircraft carrier, uh, the the airplane taking off on the runway where they're all climbing on it and getting run over by the the landing gear. Do you see the clip where it takes off and and you can see the dude falling off the plane and and dying? Like he just he hits the ground on the runway. Damn. This 50, 60 feet up. Jesus. There's no way you're coming back from that because these people, they know they're fucked. Anybody that anybody that worked with us, anybody that collaborated with us. Yeah, Anybody, like they, uh, the interpreters and yeah, everything like interpreters, that. Interpreters, yeah. It's like, um, yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 very it's very disheartening because they they literally risked their lives, and now, I mean, I mean, think about our armed forces that have spent. 20 years over there for what how many of our how many of our soldiers have died for what for money and oil and whatever other fucking bullshit well i mean Af afghanistan's not oil is not the thing in afghanistan afghanistan is very rich in lithium Lith which okay. is used in computer battery. processors yeah. um, batteries i saw i saw something when uh it was a former CIA director. He was getting uh, interviewed, and he's just like, "Why the hell are we over there? Why are we? Why are we continuously interfering in other um, 
you know, countries, especially the Middle East, affair. Is he just straight up said, we're going to continue to do what we do when it threatens our interests. Straight up. If it threatens our interests, we're going to do what we have to do. I think, I think probably the worst part of it is now the arms and ammunition the weapons, the vehicles that we left behind yeah. now in the hands of Taliban. Yeah. The Taliban prisoners that we've had that we've been uh holding, getting three square meals a day, uh fucking thirty minutes of wreck time, just biding their time. Now they're out. What do you think they're gonna do? Kind of, I'm curious now what 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 America is going to do. Because well, basically, where we just going to bomb the place and take like we did a lot. Well, sorry, like like Syria got um with Aleppo and whatnot. So basically, uh, Biden bent us over and showed the world America's ass. Um, we look incompetent. We look weak. And I mean, weakness and the wolves come, comes out. I mean, it, it, it's, I mean, this, this comes into, it's as old as time. I mean, this is where the China bit comes in, but, um, Basically, China wants Taiwan, and they want it bad. Um, Why? Because it's not under their control. It's a they they're governed separately for now. Was it? Did it, they it, always have control of it before? They did before, but um, as things go, um, Taiwanese people didn't want to be controlled anymore yeah. set up their own thing and we kind of backed them up okay. um basically i mean china's been doing beaching drills and now they're so, starting to do aircraft flyovers in taiwanese airspace they're pushing buttons do they do, do the taiwanese have an army us they don't have an army at all they're kind of they're, you know how small Taiwan is? No. It's very small. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I know every country doesn't have an army, but like, then it's like you're at the mercy of fucking whoever. Like, well, <clears throat> as most countries, they haven't needed to because we've stepped in. Anytime they've been fucked with, we've stepped in. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have active military bases over there. Yeah. But. Um, wasn't. Uh, was we, were talking, we were talking about that a while back, how they were doing a show of force. Or was that Guam? That was Guam. That was Guam. Um, okay. Trump and his. his uh, 
elephant something or other. Yeah. Basically, they, they parade all the military arms, the, the aircraft, the tanks, whatever. Um, and they realize, holy shit, China could press a button and eliminate all of this. And we wouldn't have a military, like we wouldn't have a significant military presence in the area. Um, I mean, that's a straight up like act of war, but. Well, the funny thing is, um, I don't remember the guy's name. One of our senators, not our, our senators, but an American senator, um, put out a tweet saying that we had like 30,000 troops in Taiwan. Why are you putting that up there? What do you mean? Well, if you if you Google search, it'll tell you that that's the number. It's not correct. Oh, okay. It's like a guesstimation. Well, it's it's based on numbers, previous numbers, and total okay. between the the different branches and stuff. Total. Okay. It's not like right. it's not exact, but it's like well, it's not even close to that number. Okay. The thing is, um. Chinese media got a hold of that and they basically said we consider that an act of war and we would destroy your soldiers and um, I forget what it is it, they have a um, anti um, It's not segregation. God damn it. Um, Anti-secession. They would put their anti-secession law or whatever into effect, and they would uh, annex Taiwan back by force if necessary. What does annex back by force even mean? They would take it back. They would would invade Taiwan, and they would take it by force if necessary. Okay. Um... They were flying nuclear-equipped aircraft in Taiwanese airspace. Whether or not they actually had nuclear weapons okay. on there, that is a big fucking statement. And they basically came out and said, America's, America's not going to do anything. They can't, they can't based on um, the Afghan debacle. So it it's... It's not just the utter incompetence of the actual withdrawal. It's what it makes us look like to the rest of the world. There's a reason that Biden's approval rating is down. Uh, uh, I think the last number I saw was like mid, uh, mid 40% approval rating. Um, other numbers are in the 30s, but... Depends on what poll you're getting your numbers yeah. from. But I mean, my only question is, can we beat China? There's not going to be any winners. There just won't. Because I know you told me this, it's not going to be, they're not going to come in like, was it a, like Red Dawn? They're not going to just come in whatever else. This is just going to be, uh, an, you know, <coughs> Pressing some buttons. Um, <clears throat> China's not, they don't give a shit about invading us. Okay. They want us to step out of their way so they can take over their side of the world and expand from there. Okay. Do they want we, the whole entire world? Well, right. 
I mean, the Chinese it, no one's art. Ever, no <clears throat> like history and, like people have gotten close look and, but it's you can't it well, can't you can't be done well, not necessarily I mean I, it, it's one of those things where it's like if you don't have enough people I'm, I'm you can force people to of you know like many people like the Persian army like Alexander and great like Genghis Khan but there's going to be links in the chain there's going to be links in the chain and breaks in the chain it's just Chain, people or um broken links in the chain yeah but people have gotten close but it's it's hard you can't i mean yeah but surveillance states social media i mean realistically in the digital age it, it it's a lot easier with you can you can do blackouts and stuff like that and just blackouts like, propaganda i mean you can feed people whatever they whatever you want to tell them and it just depends on the living conditions um and i got to i got to clarify when i say china i don't mean the chinese people i mean the chinese communist party okay. the ccp the people that are in control of the chinese government I in no way mean the Chinese people because they are as much a victim of the CCP as everyone else. Um, what now? I understand where it could be done, but I would think the people here, the people that think you and me or peasants or whatever else, we don't matter. Those people are like. If these come in charge, this is gonna this is gonna mess up what I got going on. We can't allow that to happen. Who's saying that? Because from my perspective, the politicians are they just all in bed together? Well, a lot of our politicians are kowtowing to China. I mean, you look at the NBA, Mark Cuban. I mean, you look at the fucking John Cena apologizing. apologizing to the Chinese people because he said Taiwan was a country in Mandarin. What? Look, look I'll, and the reason for that is because the new Fast and Furious movie made $160 million in opening weekend. 130 something million of that came from China. can't even not believe it because over the last i would say because it wasn't we value money over our morals and our values like there's been straight up movies that have been literally they would consider flops here but once it goes in the china market and they cut it up and do what it needs to do it recoups their money so and this is not and this is not this is not a like this is this has been a common occurrence that I've been seeing this, and I'm like, how is, like, even with the Star Wars movie, they, uh, <clears throat> they, uh, did what they needed to do with that. Yeah. And that's just, well, like, that's Disney. Disney, well, a lot of money in, from China. Yeah. I mean, but, Disney World, Beijing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't realize just, like, but the, like, movie industry as a whole, like, a lot of, like, you know, 
if we were just going off of like U.S. numbers, mo- like most of these movies, it's like you wouldn't get a sequel made, you wouldn't even get your money, and it's like they do- it, it's basically if China doesn't like it, we change it. Um, the biggest concern with China taking Taiwan is processors and computer chips. 90-something percent of the world's processors and, and computer chips come from one company in Taiwan. Aren't they on... I was hearing something. They were on back like for like a good couple of... But, um, yeah, I, like, I was hearing, like, they were on, um, like, like, computer chips and certain things were, like, on backward for, like, several months right now. Yeah. Between supply chains, and, I mean, they can only make so many of them. Yeah. They've got thousands, thousands of new vehicles that can't even be sold because the chips that make the computers run, they can't get them. Now, why don't we just make this stuff here? This doesn't make any sense. Like, that's the question. It's I under I I've been in business for a couple of years, so I understand in a general sense of bottom line. But at the same time, it gets to a point where if I need something, especially like anything I've got from China, it's going to usually take two weeks to almost a month to get here. And that was before all this this pandemic and supply chain nonsense was happening before, let alone now. It comes down to dollars and cents. It's cheaper for them to export a company to China where labor is cheaper. They're not getting taxed as much. I mean, COVID showed us that we don't make any of our own medicine. We import a lot of our medication. Most of it. That's not good. No, it's not. And it's it, especially I would think, as much money as big farmers making, that's like, yeah, we should have a like an actual, like warehouse, or we should have like things where we're actually making things here. Yeah. Just in case, oh, my supplies get messed up in China. I can't get it from us and get it through customs. That would make more sense, right? Yeah, well, that's a lot of what Trump was pushing, bringing manufacturing back. Was and, manufacturing willing to come back? Oh, yeah. He he told, like, the big um, car companies said, yeah, you can take your company to Mexico and make your cars there, but I'm going to f- tax the fuck out of you when you try to bring them into this country. And they said, oh, all right, we'll make them here. I mean, it's... It's one of those things where it's like we don't want, make anything. You want to deal with ta- you want to deal with taxes here. You want to deal with tariffs. Well, it's like we we don't make anything. All we do is consume. Yeah, we're a consumer based society. We don't fucking make anything anymore. And you got very few where, unfortunately, people don't want to pay the American tax price. But guess what? 
if China takes Taiwan, we're still going to get those chips. Well, no, you, yeah, you can, you can get these chips. You can get these processors. How much you want to pay for them? Yeah, I'm going to have us buy the balls. Yeah. You want to buy a laptop? $3,000. You want to buy a new truck, new car? Eighty grand for a fucking new Honda Civic. <laughs> no more shitbox Hondas. It's still a shitbox Honda. You're just paying eighty thousand dollars shitbox Honda. <coughs> That's an exaggeration, but yeah. Hondas are not shitboxes. No, I'm talking about eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> Hondas are shitboxes. Um, come at me, Honda. Um. I mean, what can, what, we're in, we're in a very delicate situation, because we're on a half-thawed frozen lake. Every step we take can put us through that ice, and there's very few paths across that ice back to shore. When, when I hear about things like this, I really wish we just had trial by combat. <laughs> Straight up. Like, shit. You might lose, you might lose some All shit right. like that. I'm interested. How does this apply? Okay. Um, like, straight up, like, Game of Thrones style, like, Basically, like um, you have a you have give, a okay. give me give me a scenario. Okay, Afghanistan, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, Taliban takes a champion, strongest guy. America, America takes a champion, strongest guy. Fight to the death. Whoever wins, winner takes all. Yeah, it was simpler back then. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> like. You can either lose a hundreds of people or shit. You, we sell it. We sell us like men. Um, guns or no hand <laughs> hands 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 uh, swords shields. You know what? You talking bare knuckle boxing? <laughs> All right. Okay. Nah, How we doing this? Okay. This is your plan. All right. Fair, okay, fair enough. All right. Like, swords, shields, shit like that. Throwing stars? No, not throwing stars. <laughs> bow and arrow? <laughs> not bow and arrow. What about brass knuckles? <sighs> not brass knuckles, no. Only if you want to. <laughs> nah, but it was just like, you win. Like, instead of getting a whole bunch of people killed, it's like, all right, well, shit. You lost fair and square, motherfucker. Like, all right. Um, this. I got to be that guy and tell you that that's not what trial by combat is, especially on, in the Game of Thrones context. Because that is you commit a crime. Yeah. I, okay. And you can either choose to take the trial or you take trial you by, by combat. combat. Unfortunately, that was only available to the nobles. Mm. You farmer and it happened. Okay, fair enough. Um, because most of the time you got to pay for the champion. They ain't gonna do that shit for free. Of course. 
Um, but I don't know, man. I just like I understand the world is a dirty, savage place. I understand that, but people are gonna die. It's just what it's just like if we can get if we can come to an amicable agreement with as less people dying as possible, I'd rather that instead of getting to a whole goddamn bloody war or blowing up the entire planet. It's not going to happen as long as, I mean, our, our system is not the best by any means. It's definitely the best we've come up with. The American experiment I mean, that's what this country is. This country is, a, is an experiment. Yeah. And we've been doing okay. <laughs> yeah. We fucked up a lot. Yeah. But I dare any other country to come out and try to give a shit and have clean hands. Well, that and would any country be as big as you? Whether the be as big as us. And to do what we're doing in the world. Um, and actually, whether we get, whether we get, you know, circum- resources well, it's, or it's, things it's, through noble means or not. Well, it's circumstances in the last century have put us where we are. Yeah. Our geography, where we're located in the world. We're a couple wars back to back, which kind of helped. World, world War Two was the clincher. Yeah. World War Two, we basically got England to sign a contract saying, "Look, y'all, y'all ain't charged no more," and like, we we split everything up with Russia. I mean, you gotta figure like, you know, England was a part of the big three, like for a long time. England was it. They were the big one for the well, longest time. I mean, England, France, and Spain. I mean, they were. You were just, it's like, we're just going to keep doing, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. You do this over there, I do this over there, you do this over there. Yeah, well, it was, I mean, they were just killing each other back and forth for yeah. hundreds of years. And then um, England and France finally realized, like, we can do a lot more if we just work together. Yeah. We trade back and forth. We help each other here and there. Change the world. Yeah. But the world. Um, and I guess Spain somewhere came into the mix at one point, but yeah, they had a couple of revolutions to kind of shit, shit the bed for them. But yeah. um, no, it was it was World War Two that set us above. World War Two set us and Russia above everybody else, and the rebuilding of Europe afterwards because we were the only, we were the only country really able to manufacture anything at that point. We were the only one kind of, well, Most of Europe's infrastructure was fucked. Yeah. Well, it, we, well, one, except for like the last war we fought here was the civil war. Well, we've never, we've ne- like other than that, we haven't fought any wars, which shit. We, if we fought a war here, it'd probably be, like like it was back in the day where our shit's fucked up too. We we don't there will never be another ground war like there there will never be another war like World War Two. Um we just don't we don't do things that way anymore. We've progressed p- 
past. I mean, we're at a different level. Of, Is it better? Well, we're at what's called, I mean, we're at the stage of um, different levels of generational warfare. Um, okay. uh, we've moved past, for the most part, kinetic warfare. I mean, it, not not necessarily it? entirely, but we're, we don't do open ground wars anymore. It's most of our 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 fighting is propaganda, no. um, it, trying to influence the enemy more than <clears throat> attacking. We're still going to attack you, but we're still going to influence. Well, it's it, well. It, to to an extent, like um, fourth and fifth general generational warfare is. Um, realistically a lot of what antifa does that i mean it's it's almost terrorism to to an extent because it's meant to scare and influence people into doing what they want um but it's also you infiltrate infrastructure um education you you change the enemy from the inside out versus trying to force them to do things because in this day and age telling someone at gunpoint to do something it don't work no more it just doesn't no it'll work on certain case-by-case basis but overall you're not gonna you're not gonna have a a country kowtow to you yeah i don't i mean i guess i was saying that's a good thing it is and it isn't yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, a gun is still a gun. A gun is still a gun. <laughs> um, I am. What? Um, I feel like too. It's like even in those type of situations, it's almost the. Um, it's a bit far removed from reality. In a sense. Well, it's like Where... why? Why would you send a thousand troops, ten thousand troops, in when you can press one button and That's send true. a missile? Yeah, but all. But also, I would say in certain in certain places, like certain places like the Middle East, they're they're used to that. This is still like a common occurrence. Like if you if you had like a group of like a hundred guys with guns, like don't me wrong, people are going to be terrified. But people's like this shit ain't real. This shit ain't this until you start people knocking people's heads and things like that, and you shoot a couple people. It's like oh, this is this is happening realistically a group of 100 people not that scary because you can buy 100 round mags <laughs> you can buy 300 round drums Jesus. and then they're all dead <laughs> i mean your your finger's going to be tired as hell by the end of it yeah because i mean unless you got a fully automatic weapon but yeah uh, fuck <laughs> yeah. i mean it's uh <clears throat> i feel like you well especially it's like Unless you have somebody from the outside, you can't you can't organize that many people. Like uh, it's it, you can you, you can, but it's not in, in a direct way. You can't do that in a direct way. That's just going to get shut down directly. So exactly what you were saying, like like a lot of the you know whether it's uh, you know the KKK, the Black Panther Party, or even these cults, a lot of them, or the Hell's Angels, or whatever else, a lot of them get brung down from the inside. Okay, I'm gonna stop you right there. Um, okay. You are not gonna call the Hell's Angels a cult on this podcast no. and get my ass beat to death. I said, cult. No. <laughs> I said- <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. But 
a lot a lot of these organizations have been brought down from the inside because a lot of the times you can't come at them in a direct way. It 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 doesn't work. I mean, uh, fuck. You go all the way back to Sun Tzu, the art of war. Yeah, and it it's. We need. What do we need? Leadership. We need it so badly. We need leadership so badly. And the people that are our so-called leaders. Do you do now? Do you believe that lead? Like, does it have to be someone? I'm okay. Um. I'll be honest. Could, could it be somebody our age to to lead right now in this day and age? Would they follow him or her? I think the thirty-five. It's thirty-five to be pre- before you can run for president, right? That I'm not sure. Uh, well, going off the premise that it's thirty-five years of age to run for the presidency, I think that's a, a good solid number. At thirty-five years of age, yeah. you, you have. You're 35 and you can be and you have a very decent amount of life experience you've seen a lot granted i thought it was actually older i thought it was like like 45 or something I was like, okay 35 like i would listen to a 35 year old now some 35 year olds i know are full of shit yes <laughs> but that's an, you have enough life experience even if you fuck up the first 10 years of your life you can but we don't. You can redeem yourself the next one. We don't need somebody that knows everything or has seen everything. We don't need some 60, 70 year old man who supposedly ate. Look, age does not mean wisdom. It does not. I don't know how many fucking presidents we got to have to realize that. <laughs> we need someone competent because, look, the presidency, you're. Your first couple weeks in office are filling positions, advisor positions. Yeah. You're filling positions with people that know the things that you don't know and exactly. or you just the things that you need to know. You don't need to know everything. No. You just need to be competent yourself. Unfortunately, willing to make tough decisions. Yeah. You got to <clears> be <throat> and you got to be once you make those decisions, you have to be like I made this decision. Yes, you have you, to stand on it. You, you have to be. You can't backpedal and you can't change up. Resp- I can't stress enough how important responsibility is. And I mean, it. it's a fundamental aspect of, of making our lives worth meaning. I mean, Jordan Peterson said, "Find the heaviest op- the heaviest thing possible, and then carry it." I mean, human beings, we do our best under the worst conditions. That we do. Self-imposed. Um, I was I was listening to um, Rogan's podcast. He had Lex Friedman on, and they were talking about self-imposed suffering exercising, cardio, weight training. Some of the most amazing things that human beings have done have been under self-imposed suffering. I mean, you look at, well, you look at any pro sports player, you don't get to that highest level by taking it easy, being comfortable. 
You are putting your ass through the grinder every single day to be the best. Whether it's running, when it's running until you throw up, shooting. Until your arms are numb, yeah. until you can't fucking lift that basketball. For everybody, it, the, the, the amount differs, but some amount of self-imposed suffering, whether it's you just get up and run around the block or you sit and do jumping jacks till you shoot yourself. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking Rogan was talking about he does a hundred Hindu squats every day. He doesn't do anything until he does a hundred Hindu squats in a row. Oh my God. Like one after another. He ain't doing 10 here, 10 here, 10 here. Oh, he's doing them back to back. A hundred in a row. Those fucking things aren't easy. You do, and he's just doing straight body weight. Oh, damn. You do 10 of them. Of those, like 100 of those in one sitting, your fucking legs are going to be tore up. Like 20 of them, um, um, I'm having a problem. Like, uh, I'm going to start doing that, I think. But I'm going to start incrementally. I'm going to do like 10 in the morning and then call yeah, it a day. I'm, work like, my way I, up. I, I've learned with working out, <clears throat> do not go 0 to 100. Yeah, go don't. 10 to 20. It's, it's the, I've done it time, time this last time around. I did it incrementally. I did it for nine weeks straight. And now I'm on vacation. Yeah. I <laughs> but I know that I can do it. Yeah. I know I can do it at least for nine weeks straight. Don't be on like YouTube or Facebook and see some David Goggins video and think you're going to go run 100 miles. No. You're going to get fucked up. Exactly. That, he fucked himself up. Bro. And then kept running. His fucking shits was blown out. Bro, he... I read his book, yeah, bro. He'll, <laughs> he'll do tours across country speaking in cities, and he will run from city to city. <laughs> and it's like his whole staff will get there, and the, the event staff will be like, well, where's David? Oh, he's running here. Uh, from the hotel? No. From St. Louis, he's running. <laughs> it's like a four-hour car ride. Yeah, he'll be here like mm, lunchtime tomorrow. <laughs> that dude's on another level. I yeah. swear to God. Um, um, if you don't know who David Goggins is, you need to check him out. Um, his book, man, is like he's had a rough life. You think you're tough? You think Dude. you're hard? Mm. Nah. It's, um. Do even a fraction of one of his challenges and you will break. Yeah. Um, <sighs> fucking David Goggins. I forget where we were going with that. You were saying... I was saying... You were saying that we don't do anything on the ground. Um. Okay, so... No, well, because what's the point when at the end of the day oh. it's going to go to the nuclear option? No, we're talking about the president. That's what okay, I was last okay, okay, We're okay. talking about the president. And I was now I honestly don't know if 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 where, what do you think the if we're talking about the next president, right? Where do you think they should come from? Like mm-hmm. as far I'm not talking like occupation, like like of course from here, but like I don't I don't think can a 35-year-old like right now be able to galvanize enough of the country to win. Because there's going to be still people that 
are going to think that 35-year-old is not seasoned enough. They're going to be – it doesn't matter if he if he was a war hero. It doesn't matter if he's a doctor or she's a lawyer or whatever else. They're going to be like, I don't believe you have enough life experience to make these type of decisions. I don't – are you going to do what's best for me or what's best for you? For a 35-year-old to win the presidency, they would need a – fucking hell of a resume i'm talking multiple tour navy seal doctorate um you think they uh i think we've had enough lawyers okay i think we i i really think we've had enough lawyers we've had a lot of lawyers i didn't re- i didn't realize well that's they... that's kind of the the general the progression it's either it's like a lawyer to like senator or well, well, a lot of times it's it's they'll make that jump directly from lawyer to public service, but they'll do lawyer to judge. Okay, and then I mean, have we had any judges that were presidents? Uh, uh that's not a question for me. I don't know. Okay, um, I don't I don't think so. But like, I know I got a lot of dumb shit rattling around up here, but that <laughs> whether uh, no, but. No, no, but you're completely right, because, like, I don't know what it is. It's, like, it's the, I feel like it's the easiest, almost fast track. Well, it only makes sense if your profession is law and arguing law that you would transition to lawmaking. Okay. Um, but just because you know the laws yeah. doesn't make you competent to run the country. Yeah. It doesn't make you competent to make military tactical decisions. It doesn't make you competent in foreign affairs. Because then I feel like public service, but uh, like you said, the presidency, but now I'm thinking about how many, how many congressmen, how many people in the Senate that are like, I think it's like, it has to be at least over half of lawyers. Yeah. Um, But the one the one thing I am hopeful for is you don't have to win the whole country like you had to do that. You, it's just if you win the right places, you'll get it. Um, the the biggest thing about it is are are you going to just play to your base or are you going to play to everybody? That's 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 the problem. Thing. Is there's no way to play to everybody because look, the majority of this country is is middle of the road. They've got. They feel certain ways about policies on that are, yeah, I mean, that are right and then are left. And and there's a lot of people where it's it's almost like uh, was it um, where it's like if you don't believe everything that I believe, I can't rock with you, which is like, uh, yeah, I don't understand that. That it's I don't like, get because it was it um. Like the whole thing when they say, uh, I'm, I'm fisc, I'm fiscally conservative, but, but socially, I'm socially liberal. liberal. Yes. And that's like, yeah, I care, like, I care about people, but I don't want you, the government take all my fucking money. No. How hard is that to understand? It's like, I don't have to be one or the other. I can, like, if I had a whole ass, like, color wheel, 
I'm not. I don't need to take all the colors. I'll just take one here, one here, one there. Um, and it's like, why is it you can't? <clears throat> it's. I would think with having, um, things you believe on the left and the right. I'm just gonna take some of the stuff from here, some of the stuff from here, and put it together. This is. I agree. Like I, I can't. I think this this is probably going to be my most said statement on this podcast. Okay. Is going to be I can't stress enough. But I can't stress enough how important it is that people research who the fuck they're voting for. Stop checking boxes just because there's an R or a D next to it. And not just at the federal level. Don't just get up and vote every four years for the goddamn president. But you take don't... a fucking take an interest in your local elections. The people that are actually influencing your day to day life. The people in D.C. are not. I mean, across the like overall, yeah, they're influencing your your day to day life. But, but the... a lot of people don't realize either. It's like whatever these presidents pass, right? These things might take a year, almost a year and a half to implement anyway. So and that's half, that's if they have majority like in the House pushed, and Senate. Yeah. So half the shit, the half the shit that gets pushed pushed in a four year, it's it takes half of the half the time they're even in there to even get passed. And then you might have things to where we've seen. Well, it's that fucking Obama spent four years trying to get Obamacare pushed through. Yeah. And that was by the skin of his teeth. They, they were fighting. Matter of fact, he spent eight years on that shit. They were fighting them. They were fighting them every single time. Where it's like, and then you have things that are finally starting to come, but it's one of those things where it's like people hear about it, but it's not implemented. So it's like, okay, once it gets implemented, whoever's in there, hey, I did this. So it's like anything else. So it's like you had the previous presidents pushing through that the current presidents are going to take credit for. It's the same thing when they come out and they push something through, good or bad. It's, it's just how that works. People don't understand that. Most people, if they didn't see a commercial, they probably don't know who their mayor is. They don't know who their attorney general is of the state. They don't know any of their city council. But then you want to complain about masks and everything else, but you don't want to go to the town halls. You don't want to go and talk to figure out, okay, how can you get this done? It's it's a whole lot of it's a whole lot of this talking, but no action. Um, tell you what I really don't like is when they they'll put forth a bill for something that honestly a majority of the people want, but they'll sneak a little shit in there. Like, well, you want this? Well, you're gonna give us this. You're gonna give us that. Like, go fuck yourself. It's like, do y'all really need that? I'll tell you really? what. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. Because a lot of the politicians that are causing all this problems, oh, let's be real, they ain't gonna be alive in about five years. Nah, some like. I but that being said, they're also not gonna be alive to see the 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 damage, the damage that they're causing. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where, um, there's just certain. I mean, we've talked about this. It's just like. It's either you can kind of just do your fair share or do you want to get into the mix? And I and I see it and I'm like, 
Bro, you don't got to run for president. No, not run for president, but... No, well, what no, I'm saying but, is you don't got to run for president, but, like, go out and do some community outreach. Talk to the people in your community. Find out what you can do. I mean, shit, there's a... Um, yeah. They call it the Blessing Box, Blessings Box in town, over by Bennett's. Um, <clears throat> just big cupboard. Uh, on the side of the road that random people just fill with food, dry goods, canned goods, for anybody that needs them. Little shit like that makes a world of difference. I mean, I know it's cliche, but a little help goes a long way. It does. And, and sometimes, sometimes if you don't see, it's not that, I feel like there's a lot of people that want to help, but I feel like they get so consumed where it's like, is this really doing anything? And just because they don't see that initial, it's, it's almost like not necessarily instant gratification for them, but the instant change. Okay, well, I'm doing this or whatever else. Why are things more? Why are things moving? And I'm like, things take time. Well, it's also a lot of people want to do things. They want to help. They just don't know what the fuck to do. And there's nobody really to tell them what to do or what needs to be done. Yeah. There's no direction. Yeah. But I mean, that comes back to the leadership thing. Yeah. Um. I'll be honest. I don't want Trump back in office. He's dangerous. Was he like honestly? I didn't necessarily like. I just, I just thought he was an idiot. I didn't really think that man he is was a, far from an idiot. You I don't, thought, you no, don't, well, you don't get that level of success being an idiot. Well, I, 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 I thought he was an idiot, but I don't believe he's a. I don't believe he's an idiot now. But I just, I mean, I'm, I'm at the point where I don't have to like what comes out of your mouth. As long as you're not being super disrespectful. Oh, that's, that's the biggest thing. But if you're getting well, stuff, it's like it's, it's like for me, it's like he came out with all this uh all the stuff with Afghanistan. He came out and he just started talking shit. Of course. About Biden. But he was just rattling off all the shit that's going on, gas prices, the economy. And at the end of it he goes, You miss me yet? <laughs> like all you had to do was shut the fuck up. He's incapable. When your enemy is beating himself, let him do it. Let him do it. Sit back, wait for the American people to say, damn, shit was good for like a couple years ago. I mean, there's, there's people that are saying that now. There are <clears> people <throat> that are saying that right now. I'm like, I don't care what's going on. Take out Sleepy Joe and put a trumpet. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's not how our government works. Yeah, um, that's that's that's. I don't know if they don't realize that, or they think, well, there's you know this, you know, he's just he's just keeping Trump's seat warm. Yeah, that's that, that's a, a coup, <laughs> and we don't do that here. Um, well, but that's not to say that it can't happen. Yeah, anything can fucking happen. Anything can happen. So, um. Uh. I don't know. I don't really buy into the Q stuff, but it's been 
It's been a hot minute since I seen Nancy Pelosi in the public eye, and there's reports that they arrested her. I don't know if she's just hiding or what what all coincided with that going on, but I don't know. A little shit like that. Yeah. I mean look, I <laughs> we this this country has so many problems. So many fucking problems. And I feel like all, it's, it's it's only I feel like there's no, <clears throat> I don't see any any positive voices. All we want to do is complain about it. I mean, I, I I I feel like a broken record because I keep coming back to this. All anybody wants to do is complain. They don't want to find solutions. Yeah. So, like the amount of time you spend on Facebook and Twitter talking shit, complaining about what's going on, you could be actually doing something. Like, get off your ass, put your phone down. And if you want change so bad, do it. Or shut the fuck up. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> shut the fuck up. Because um, I, <clears throat> it's not going to be easy. <clears throat> and at the same, again, I don't. Do you see? I don't see any. I just see pundits like Charlie Kirk or the, the Young Turks or Candace Owens or whoever else mm-hmm. or. Or just these, just people that are just saying, like, I don't see anybody. And then I might see one person uh, that might have a voice online or something like that. But then that's it. I'm not the biggest Charlie Kirk fan, but he is actually doing something. Yes. Granted, it's, it's, it's more, it's more for him and conservatives as a whole. It's not really for everybody. Um, Especially after he said that stuff about Simone Biles, I was like, "Are you serious?" I don't. What did he say? He said that. Um, Who is Simone Biles? She's the uh, young girl that won all, all the medals for gymnastics. To where she gets penalized for doing a um, a move that, because she's the only one that can do it and pull it off, it's illegal. What? So, yeah. Apparently, it's a super hard gymnastic move, and it's. One of those things, well, she'll get points deducted from her because if anybody else tries to do it, they'll, they'll actually injure themselves. So they penalize, they're penalizing her for excellence? Pretty much, yeah. So that's like the dude in the, the karate. Yeah. Where he, he lost the medal because he hit the dude too hard. The yeah. other guy got the fucking yeah. gold. That's crazy. What type of shit is that? Yeah. So he was basically, she was... Uh, you know, she was taking like um, she was doing the team stuff and she was doing the individual and like uh, her leg was fucked up and whatever else, like her ankle was fucked up. And uh, she's like, you know what? I'm just she's one, of, she's one of the most medals in that fucking category of all time right now, current on in this Olympics or just collectively since like the last like two or three. Okay, it's like that's 12, that's crazy 12, for. For an athlete to participate in three Olympics in a row to stay in that yeah, that level of conditioning. Yeah, she's like, she was, yeah, so. That takes dedication. Yeah, so he was calling her um, people like, you know, because uh, she worried about her, meth- her mental health. It's like, this is the stuff we talk about in America about weakness. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? 
You don't got one metal motherfucker. What are you talking about? I'm gonna have to watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, look watch, up that watch. clip and yeah, watch yeah, it yeah. to see what kind of context yeah. he was talking about because. I mean, just to me, he he does attack people, but I don't think that that's something that he would attack. I don't. I I don't completely watch. No, completely watch it, and then we'll talk about it. Like I'll be honest, I'm not a fan of Charlie Kirk either. I think he's a smug bastard. Um. Yeah. My my thoughts exactly. I'll tell you what. Um. Tim Tim Pool Tim Cast they had a um uh uh podcast episode where it was him and a uh, a guy named Vosh. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a um, he's a, a left-leaning YouTuber yeah, and yeah, um, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah cuz um like he was kind of <clears throat> explaining certain things to him and then didn't and then didn't he have Charlie Kirk on there? Well, they, or, he had them both on, not necessarily having a debate, but they were like discussing different topics okay. from the two perspectives. Okay. And it was kind of refreshing to have both sides. And they were both pretty amicable. I mean, Charlie was his normal self with the uh, sardonic smile and the, and the, the yeah. condescension. But I mean, that kind of comes with that territory, I guess. If you're you're gonna be in that position, you kind of have to be that person. Yeah. If you're gonna be a a, a political pundit? pundit figurehead for the conservative party, okay. that's kind of the oh that's that's kind of the mold, I would say. Okay, I mean, um, kind of reminds me of like Ben Shapiro, kind of, a little bit. I like Ben Shapiro more than I like him. I think I think Ben Shapiro is. I think his morals are. Not, not even his morals. I, f- I feel like his views are somewhat skewed because of his religion. But um, well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But it, 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 it keeps him somewhat close-minded because he's so strict with his religion. Yeah, he. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say he's not smart, but a lot of his stuff comes off as very snarky. Very snarky, like um, almost not that he's disingenuous, but it's also like what he says he's, he's I want to say hiding what he says, but um, saying it in a certain way. Say just he. I'll give him this. He will not say something unless he believes it or means it. He he's one of those people that's very careful with what he says. That because okay. it's 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 bit him in the ass a couple of times. Well, yeah. But I mean, we're talking about a guy that's made himself famous by um, mentally. Um, mentally fencing with college students. It's like, dude, you're a grown ass man. You got 10, 15 years on these kids and you don't think you're going to be able to outsmart them. I mean, it's these, these kids have half formed ideas in their heads that most of the times are, are just half regurgitated things that they've heard in a classroom and don't actually believe it. So when you stand there and call them out on these ideas that they, kind of half believe some of them fully believe it 
even though they're mildly ignorant on it. Yeah. But it's like, stop punching down. Like, granted, granted, these are talking events that he was invited for, and these people come in trying to get that gotcha mo- moment yeah. and, and this. I would now, and they come in with a certain attitude, and it's like, well, you kind of deserve to get shit on, but yeah, I mean, some of them. It's look, nothing for him to be proud no, of. No, some of them look like straight up setups. Some of them look like setups. Um, I would say that even like some of the stuff with Stephen Crowder, I'm like, <clears throat> is this like, is this stage? Because I'm like, you're telling me, because like, I don't know if I've, if I've never been in a on a campus, but like, you're t- you're talking about the change my minds, yeah. Um, I believe that they're unscripted. I don't. I it's just people that come up i mean it's obviously they can edit it how they want to edit it but for the most part they they, there's no editing in the conversation in itself unless it's gotten to a point where it's like it's no longer productive and at that point you just ask them to get up and let somebody else sit down and talk yeah um i think the change my mind segments are probably the best content that he has yeah i Um, mean when he does the uh the crowders live or something like that he was uh there was this like OG YouTuber. He was uh, about to interview, and like he did him. He's been like uh, the guy set him up to debate this guy. He's been chasing. Oh my god! Okay, so I'm not even gonna say his name on here okay. because I don't want to give him any kind of boost or anything like that because okay. he doesn't deserve it. Okay. He's a clout chaser. And he tries to debate people with massive followings to try to give himself clout. And the dude is just, it's not worth it. Yeah, I had no idea who who the guy was. Apparently, the the guy Ethan from, uh, oh, that guy, that E3 or whatever the fuck it is, um, he had a clip on his show that said, um, the, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but the gist of it was, oh, and I'm going to, I'm going to make fun of him by doing his voice, my interpretation of it. He goes, well, um, uh, the CDC says, and, uh, <laughs> these people are pretty smart. So you don't even got to think about it. <laughs> and it's like, you don't want to think about what, a, a health decision for, for yourself you're just going to go along with what you're told. You're not even going to think about it. You're not even going to consider it. So Crowder had a little segment on his his morning show about how big of a dumbass he was for saying that. And they just kind of made fun of him. And then Ethan went back and said, basically doubled down on his next episode, at which point Crowder went back and made fun of him again with the, the, the other clip. Okay. And at that point... Um, <clears throat> I think the dude Ethan said that some girl from Crowder's show reached out for him to come on the show when, um, whatever position he said she was okay. a producer, or whatever. He's like, yeah, well, we don't have any females in that position at my company. So either you're lying or you're just making shit up. Okay. So and- I wasn't. So, well, it it basically got to the point where he invited him over Zoom or Skype or whatever to sit and debate 
between the two of them and ha- not even debate to have a discussion and break it down and and go through it okay. instead of this back and forth bullshit okay. um at which point he brought on the guy yes the guy that he's the cloud yes okay i mean he's, he's been after ben shapiro charlie Kirk. he he uh, he's after uh he went after tim pool it's he tr- and this isn't the first time they he has been a part of a, an ambush type setting like this okay. where they've just brought him in. So does he just not know anything, or he just hasn't taken tapes, or because it, it it's one thing if he's a clock chaser he knows nothing, but then like I just the reaction from him was so it was weird. It was like a meltdown. It's like I just didn't understand it. Well, it's. Crowder went into it because the dude, Ethan, I mean, let's be honest. He's a dumbass. He's not a debater. Like I, there's a, he has a show with this, this sloppy ass girl or doesn't have a show. The, That's his wife. No, not the, the blonde is not his wife. Oh, I don't know who that is. Trisha Paytas. Oh, no, that's not his wife. No. Um, just... And realistically, if his wife had any sense, she'd leave his ass. I don't understand why <laughs> she's even with his, because you know, she's probably just. Money. Yeah, I mean, so it is want, what it is. Um, well, she's a um, she's Israeli. She's from Israel. Money. He went over there. Apparently, all rich Jewish kids that their parents send them to Israel at some point in their younger age, teens or whatever, and he ended up finding a wife over there. That's that's the way he explained it on on whatever YouTube clip I was watching, but. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I just didn't understand because, like, as soon as he saw the guy, like, well, they came in, they came into it because he doesn't debate or do anything like that. They went, Crowder went into it assuming that he was going to do some kind of shit like that. Okay. And obviously, fucking Dave Landau, the dude, he's a comedian, um, on his show. Okay. Isn't Crowder a comedian? Yeah, that's what how he started as a comedian. He actually he voices one of the characters on Arthur, the cartoon. What? Yes, he voiced <laughs> one of the characters. Oh. Um, um, yeah. I don't. It might have been Brain. Um, hold on, I'm I'm gonna look this up because, um, he ended up getting fired <laughs> off the show. Um. Who can Google faster? Uh, yes. Uh, he voiced the character The Brain. Yeah. Wow. Um, Learn something new every day. Yeah. This one. Yeah, I remember. <coughs> but anyway. <laughs> <coughs> um, They went into it assuming that he was going to do something where he was going to switch somebody in for himself. Okay. They just didn't know it was going to be what's his Well, I, from what I've seen, I doesn't look like he, like the guy, Ethan doesn't look like a debater anyway. He's not. He's no, I would like, that's not even like having a conversation. I could, cause that's what he does. But other than that, I'm like actually having a intelligent, like he doesn't look like he knows much about it. 
He even said before he brought the dude in, he's like, I'm not a debater. I don't really do this, but I did prepare for you. And then he starts creeping off screen (laughs) and then they pull the dude's video in and it's like, oh, here we go. I knew this was coming, blah, blah, blah. And then they just talk shit back and forth, back and forth. And they just kept trying to shut the dude down because they didn't want to hear anything. They didn't want to give him a platform. Okay, so... Landau should have kind of just kept quiet. He didn't make the situation any better. I mean, but... I, I I like Dave Landau. He's he's very funny. He is a little uh, a little ridiculous at times with it. I mean, he does he he definitely pushes the the button. He pushes the the um, the limits. But I mean, realistically, all good comedians do. But they do. Um, so I mean, it's just you have a lot of comedians now where it's like. Either you want to be a comedian or you want to be like whatever the hell like, or you want to be a pundit, and that's okay. You can't be you can't be both or you can't do it um, well. No. That is very true. Ask um, John Stewart. I was gonna say Trevor Noah, okay. or Seth Meyers, or Jimmy Fallon, or Jimmy Kimmel, or. <laughs> Damn. Um, Stephen Colbert. Um, Colbert lost me. That I I really liked Colbert, but he is wrong. Late night. I don't know. Well, I never. Uh, well, recently. it it. I see a I, clip here. Yeah, now. I used to like. like I, I, I'd, I'd fuck around and spend like thirty minutes listening, like watching or Colbert clips. Or um, I really like Craig Ferguson. He was he was really funny. Um, does he still have well? No, he um he's done. But um, um they just uh, Kimmel lost me when he started crying on TV. Um, about what? It was one of was the it, sh- was it about his daughter? No, it was one of the shootings, and you don't think it was Daniel? No, no. Huh. I think he is. To go from the man show to that is kind of hilarious. I mean, Adam Carolla still being Adam Carolla. So. Well, Adam Carolla got into the podcast game early, found his niche, he and did. built. And like, like what, he, he what, was in it before. Well, I don't know if he he was in it before Rogan was. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it wasn't as. Shit, I started listening to podcasts like like five years ago, like when I. Like, I came across, like, I was on YouTube, and, like, uh, I saw this clip for, like, uh, The Breakfast Club, and then mm-hmm. I was, like, I went down the rabbit hole. I came across Brilliant Idiots. It was, all their episodes were on YouTube at first, just the audio way before. Yeah. It, and I was, like. I was going to say, I think, yeah, Brilliant Idiots was the first actual podcast I started listening yeah. to. And then when I moved down, well, it, I just couldn't stick with it because I like Schultze. Um, I mean, Charlamagne is just too full of himself. <laughs> the dude just, I mean, granted, he's, he's a, a, a radio talk show host, so he's just, he talks. It's, that's I mean, the game. That's his job. That's uh, how he makes money. Well, I was going to say, like, just from, it's been seven years because I remember. I laugh every time I see that, that clip of when Birdman came in the studio on the breakfast club. <laughs> I laugh every time I see it. I was like, you were like, look. Yeah, what are you talking about? Every time. Like, yeah, but, but, like, 
expected him to do? Like, because it's Birdman? Like, that's not the only person that's come in the studio. Yeah, but it's like you got a clause. You can't be fighting. You can't be fighting people in the studio. Just first of all, this this guy's talking on the radio. Like it's. It, I don't think that was the point. I don't think he ever intended to really no. put hands on him or do nothing. Well, it, it was. It was the. It was the saving I mean, face aspect of you're talking shit about me. I'm gonna come in here and put you in your place. Yeah. And but then, but then you were like, <laughs> when they first came out, you're like, wait, that's like. That's Birdman. You can't be doing that to Birdman. <laughs> it's fucking, but it's fucking ice cream, uh, fucking ice cream and diamonds on his fucking cheek. Uh, funny as hell, but I, the, I've been listening to Washington for seven years. Both of them. Mm-hmm. I, now, I'll be honest with you. Like, I haven't had like flagrant to brilliant days. I'll I'll catch it every now and then, but oh. I'm not. Schultz just did the Rogan podcast again. Yeah, I saw clips. <laughs> it was wild. Bro. He was talking about that North Korea. Bro. Bro. I was like, yo. It's just like, she got the heavies. <laughs> like, yo, because it's true. Because like, and I I feel I feel terrible for, for, no, for her story. Like, I... I when it got to the end of the podcast, I started tearing up because I was listening to her t- like she was on the verge of tears describing what she went through. And it's like, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, so you were that malnourished, but you came out with them things. Um, <laughs> but then when they were talking on the podcast and Joe's like, you know, I think there was some surgery involved there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. It's not that he had a point. Because, like, sometimes when you hear about these places and there's just, like, it's, you don't you don't have any frame of reference. So someone telling you their story is great. The How we portray them in the media is great. But if I don't go over, I'm like, I don't got to see bodies. But if I don't go over there and see the mistreatment, it not that I don't believe the girl, which... I don't think anybody would lie about that, but it's like... Well, the question is, how many people does it take telling the same story for you to believe it? hundred? Thousand? I mean, we can start queuing up videos of, I mean, of Korean defectors, and more often than not, the stories line up. <clears throat> um... The problem with North Korea is we can't do anything because if we try, we're going to war with China because they're backing them up. The only reason North Korea is even afloat is because China is supplementing them. And it's now, and it's only just enough. They, they've, they basically said as long as the population doesn't drop below single digit percentages, we don't care. We don't care what goes on there. We'll give you this, whatever you, not whatever you need, but this, we'll give you this for you and do what you're going to do with it. So what does, what does China get out of back in North Korea? I would think they would, they would want to absorb North Korea like everything else. It's like, we don't, we want you. Bring your ass over here now. Um, 
Well, I mean, they're right there, but the the thing is, it's... Would it be smart to get into a, a conflict with North Korea? Well, at look, look at it this way. If you have something as atrocious as North Korea going on, are you you're not as concerned about China. So it's almost here. Look at this. What's going on here. How horrible it is. It's not that bad here. I mean, yeah, right. Um, It is. China's just better at hiding it. But the difference in China is there are aspects of um, like freedom? No. No. Okay. Get that shit out of your head right now. Okay. Um. They tell you what you're allowed to do. Um. So then, what's the difference between North Korea and China? They have aspects of capitalism in their economy, which okay. allows them to subsidize the communism nonsense. Okay, so it's one of those things where it's not like North Korea where, you know... North Korea right now is about their their only concern is controlling the population. Okay. And they do it through hunger. Because if they keep the people hungry, they don't have a chance to think because all they're thinking about is food. If all you're thinking about is your next meal and where it's going to come from, you're not concerned about your living conditions. You're not concerned about bodies on the streets. You're not, you're not concerned about sharing a needle with 20 people in the same so, hospital. What, so what is it going to take for us to get involved? I mean, that's honestly the question because there's people that say – that are pro-intervention and there are people that are America first. Um, and it's the real question is um, when it comes down to it, yeah, we can seclude ourselves from the rest of the world and go America first and not worry about it. But, at the expense of letting the CCP and communism take over the world and then wait for it to, to get to a point where we have to deal with it. And I don't think, and is it one of those things where let's not say we did not do anything. Right. And we just said, we're just going to worry about us. And we're just not going to answer the calls. We're not going to answer the screams and anything like that. We won't worry about America. And it's almost now we wanted to be in this position. We fumbled said position. And now it's one of those things where let's not say we just just relinquish. Whatever. Whatever that happens to everybody else for let's not say six months or a year. We take that time to build up, fix everything in America, and then we come back. At that point, it's too late. I mean, with China's Belt and Road Initiative, I mean, they've already got their claws into North Africa. They're working on India, but India is... um, India's not having it. 
but I don't know if they have the military resources to defend themselves for very long. Um, I'm not familiar with their military or how strong it is. I know they're um, on the won't go down without a fight. Well, uh, right now it's it's a standoff on the India-China border. Um, basically, armies standing on either side. Indochina. Okay, because when I heard it, um. But basically, I mean, they're they're throwing money at countries, building infrastructure. They're basically handing out loans. Yeah. And, and it's it, one of those things where once you can't pay. Yes, exactly. That's so where that's, their mindset is at. That's all they're waiting on. So um, once you can't pay. But like, it. yeah, it's cool. They're doing that in the Pacific. Well, then it branches into Africa. And then it branches into Europe, and then it branches into South America, and then they're on our then they're on our doorstep. And if we we can't stop, if we seclude ourselves from the rest of the world, it's going to come down to us against everybody else. Yeah, I so mean, it's, it's it's one of those things where I feel like even if they don't take over everybody, everywhere was like. You heard our screams. You heard you. You didn't help us, and now it's like, dude. It's it's one of those things where it's like, we can take a lot of people. We can't take everybody. No. We need friend. We need friends. We've already got like one over, oh, well over a million people have come through the southern border just this year, just so far. And now we're we're trying to figure out how we're going to get these Afghani refugees and these people these people are actual refugees these aren't economic migrants that want to come here just because it's better um these are people that like a a refugee there's a huge difference between an economic migrant and a refugee refugee has no choice it's either leave or die um economic migrant is just somebody coming up from mexico or nicaragua and they just don't like where they're at and they want better opportunities, which I can understand, but you're not the priority. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Um, um, I would love to take in anyone and everyone that wants to come here. No, we can't. We cannot support the entire planet. We don't have the means. Damn sure don't have the economy right now. No. This is... This couldn't come at the worst time. God, dude, shit is everything. Shit, things are going to shit everywhere. Fucking Australia, dude. What, what about Australia? Lockdowns, military and police, keeping people in their homes for COVID or just yeah for COVID. They've had like one death in the last couple months. Um, um, I used to go on um. <laughs> I used to go on Omegle from time to time and mm-hmm. just talk to people and like, yeah, like a couple of people in Ooh, Sydney. That's a dangerous game. Uh, yeah, just avoid the beasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, yeah. But I've had some really good conversations, especially with people out in like Australia. Like it's, yeah, they, they were locked down for like a long time. Canada was, I was talking to people from Ontario, from Calgary. 
Calgary, Alberta, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like the it was the same thing. Things over the course of this summer across the world finally started to open up. Like I think we were talking, I'm like, there's Look, states here that can't afford another lockdown. Point blank, period. No, they will crumble. The, the realistically, the country can't afford another lockdown because what's going to happen is the states that fold are going to have to be bailed out by the ones that aren't having problems. Yeah. So like you and me, our tax dollars are going, they've already gone to subsidize the poor decision-making in, we're not going to name states because let's be real. We all know what states. Yeah. Um, For the people that are, uh, that are not pro 2A, that are against the Second Amendment, against guns. Yeah, Australia had a uh, a mandatory buyback in the 90s. They took the citizens' guns. Mm. You're not allowed guns in Australia. Mm. Uh, you're allowed, I think there's like, you're allowed yeah. to have a long rifle, yeah. but it's uh, permitted, registered, you're on 18 different lists. Yeah. Um, exaggeration but yeah but um <coughs> i mean <coughs> if you have a gun they know you have it and they know where it's at so mm. if they want to come take it they're going to take it mm. now that the populace isn't armed they have no choice but to do what they're told yeah that's where the second amendment comes in a lot of people say what's it for we don't need that when when we couldn't even fight the government Tell that to the Taliban. You know how many many places we've invaded that they've literally fought the government? They've toppled some governments, but you've had people to where these were freedom fighters, whatever the hell you want to call have toppled the government before because they had guns. They had AK-47s and whatever else to fucking tanks, but they they found a way to get the shit done. we We like to think it couldn't happen here. Of course. This is America. It can't happen here because our citizenry is armed to the teeth. That's why it can't happen here. And the second that changes is when the possibility for it opens up. Yeah. And you got fucking people rushing to get that shit underway. I mean, they're... I don't know. We're making so many dumb decisions. And I just... I mean... I'm still hopeful. You got to be. At this point. Yeah, you can't help it. You can't be. Uh, Still America. Exactly. While it lasts. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to buy more guns. Um, (laughs) I'll be honest. I'm excited for next year. I'm going to see what the fuck happens with these midterms. Because if shit keeps going the same way, it's going to be a... Talk about a red tide, red tsunami. Like, I'm not excited for Republicans or Democrats. Are there any are there any people you're even like hopeful for that actually are you just I want Tulsi Gabbard to run again. I don't think she is. She was a She's still very active. She's not uh she's not public office anymore. She's still very active. 
She's out. She's doing community outreach. She's out talking to people. I would love to see her do a, a presidential campaign because she honestly is honestly is about as middle of the road as we're going to get. Um, served in the military, eight years in Congress. Um, she's anti-interventionist. I mean, it. She's not looking to get in any new wars, okay. but um, that doesn't mean that she won't if it's necessary. Okay. She, she, it's a, it's a. Well, the country follow her. That's. If they had put her, like it, it all came down to Hillary Clinton calling her a Russian plant, and she was immediately. People are so stupid. They're oh Democrats. God. They're Democrats. Wait, so they truly believe that Hillary Clinton was the best candidate. Okay. These are the people that watched them steal the nomination from Bernie twice. So, okay. If she went over to the red side, do you think she could still get it? I don't. I don't think it's that simple. I don't think it. I don't. Well, I don't. I don't see. You can't really like. Because I, I, especially nowadays, when you switch from one party to another, your whole character is, is she question and everything like that. She is about as close to a Republican as a Democrat can be and still be a Democrat. I, I really think you should look into her policy okay. ideas and and her, I, her positions. Because I've heard, I, some, I've heard I, some good things. For, like, honestly, I, I haven't really looked at it. I honestly don't think she's going to run, but I would love to see it happen because if there was ever a candidate to be the first female president, that is the one. And I can't believe they shut the door in her face because she was the one that came out and actually I'm pretty sure that's why they shut her down because she came out and shut Kamala Harris down. She started bringing up how she was keeping people in prison to use them as labor fighting the fires in California. Okay. She called her out on all the misconduct and the, um, uh, she was denying parole. Uh, I, oh God. I, it's a lot. It's a lot, but <clears throat> so shut her completely down in the debate. I feel like what, Honestly, like, with, like, there's never going to be a perfect candidate. There's not. But can you, do you have to become president to do the most change or can you get close enough to president? Can you, like, because I'm not saying the president doesn't have power, but I feel like a lot of the times it's the people that are like his advisors almost have more power than him. Not necessarily the advisors, but I think, granted, the last couple of presidents have given them a lot, have given themselves a lot of power through executive order and um, taking what they can where they can. Yeah, because I mean, even most of the time, the president can't pass anything if you don't get it for the House and the Senate. I think the 
the honest solution is that we need to reevaluate. We need to take a step back and we need to reevaluate our governance. It worked in 1776 and up till this point. We got two, 300 million people in this country. I don't know if this, it's kind of working, but it's not. It's broken as fuck. We need to take a step back. It works for certain people in certain circumstances. Sometimes. I mean, it's a game at the end of the day, and you got to know how to play it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of, like, I feel like if you're not in that arena or in that world, honestly, I can't. A common person gets gets fucked all the time. Yes. Um, Yeah, the but are, when, middle working class has are, been fucked since. But reworking the system, could they even collectively come together and agree on that? To even ha- It would have to come down to not giving them a choice. Because at the end of the day, they are elected officials that represent us. But right now, they're elected officials that represent their interests that funded their campaigns and keep them in office. Yeah. So that shit needs to stop. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, uh, how does that happen? I think, I think Robin Williams had a very good idea in one of his standup specials. He talks about politicians should be like NASCAR drivers where they have their sponsors on their, on their <laughs> on their clothing, so you yeah. know who the where the fuck their backing is coming from. Yeah. You know where their interests lie. You know where they're why they're making the decisions that they're making. Yeah. Um, I think donor and lobbyist transparency is key. A lot of people like to talk about term limits. I don't think that's a solution. I I think I it not it's not the solution. It could be part of a solution. But realistically, term limits aren't going to do a damn thing if we keep voting in these same assholes. At the end of the day, the buck stops with us because we're the ones putting these people in positions of power. Yeah, and it has, I feel like some of these... I can't even say... Because like you can only vet somebody so far to where they can show you everything. You know, my ass can be glittered in gold, but as soon as I get to the door, I'm a shit sandwich. Like it's, it's, and I'll be honest, the the political climate today is every aspect of it is trying to corrupt you and it's almost impossible for it not to happen. You're going to be, you're going to be corrupted or leveraged in some way. You're you're, you're either going to be blackmailed or leveraged. It's it's pay, it's it's pay to play, and it's one of those things where you it's even the even the most purest of people. It's like you know you're gonna have to no no one no one's hands is clean, unfortunately. You're gonna have to get dirty. Um, I think I think imposing limitations on um not just lobbying but uh like i don't think 
a politician should be able to leave office and take a corporate position that pays six, seven figures. Right. No, I think you, there you, should be. There granted, should be a waiting period. I don't think they should be able to vote on their own raises. When the fuck did that become a? <laughs> yes, Congress can vote to give themselves raises. They do it all the time. Oh my god! All the time. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Free health care. You get bodyguards. You get to you get to tell yourself. You get to tell the American people that. Oh, I'm just going to give myself a raise. Fuck yourself. <clears throat> um. I think term limits could be an interesting experiment, but I don't think it's going to solve the problem. Because, again, like you were saying, if you're putting the if you're putting the same type of people in here, it doesn't matter how it's insanity. How you, making the same, doing the same thing, expecting a different result, and it just. One thing is, is like, how do you how how do you differentiate between like because everybody. All these politicians initially, before they even get elected to the office, you see their representative of themselves. You don't see who they are. You could do a background check and somebody could have this or somebody could have that, but that doesn't tell me what type of person you are. It, it's all about narratives. Yeah. It's a story. Um, it's like DeSantis. I believed his story. I believed his narrative. He was a man of the people. And then... You did? Yeah, to, for the most part, I, I I bought into the bullshit, and I'm I, like, I'm not gonna lie. I like some of his policy positions. I like some of the decisions he's made. Others, not a fan. Um, SB seventy six. Um, What's that? Uh, Senate Bill seventy six. It has to do with um, the insurance companies in the state of Florida. Basically, they got tired of paying paying out the policies like homeowners insurance. Um, they got tired of, well, it's like they, they were structuring insurance policies based on averages across the country, yes. except Florida is not the average. You have hurricanes every year, tropical storms. I mean, you have things that happen. Like it's almost every storm will cause damage to a roof. Yeah. And they got tired of paying out because Money. Contractors got got whiff of it and realized that insurance companies will pay out the ass, uh, will pay more than the customers will. Yeah, and uh, it's claim adjusting got really big for the time. Yeah, Pri or public adjusters. Yeah, yeah, that's still big, still big. Um, will be for a little while, but yeah. Um, I mean, I like. All right, say I, I I come to a customer's house and I see something that would constitute worth filing a claim. Like I even have to be careful about what I say because of the legislation. Like they're ten thousand dollar fine. What? Ten thousand dollar fine. If I come to a, a, a I'm honestly I can't it, it's fucked up because I can't even say it. I can't I honestly cannot even talk about it. Oh my god because i i don't know it's weird and the language is is open no. to somewhat of interpretation but it's like look um if you're interested look up 
Senate Bill 76 in the state of Florida. It'll tell you everything you need to know. So I know you can't say it, but so if you mention some type of damage, you can get penalized. No. If I tell them to file a claim or they can file a claim. Okay. Or if I've had clients that have had similar damage and they've got an approved for a full replacement. Ten thousand dollars. That should be illegal. That's how is that because the insurance companies have billions of dollars that they can throw at it and you could get every contractor in the state of Florida together, pull their money and sue against it and it probably wouldn't win. Damn. Um uh, um Publix has a is a big donor for DeSantis. Um, you want to know one of the um, Publix was one of the first and preferred options for vaccines. I wouldn't. It's a very clean place out of all the groceries, as all the supermarkets. Well, the idea is he he took money from Publix, so he gave them the so quick quick Yeah, they gave they funded his campaign. He made them one of the um, early donation uh, vaccine spots. Yes, um, uh, it's so- not really that that simple. That's just the narrative that right the on. left is pushing about it. But is it true? <clears throat> So far, I don't know. I got to do a lot more research on mm-hmm. it. Um, it's, Have you ever addressed it? Yeah. Um, there were other sites like Walgreens, CVS, got yeah. it first. <clears throat> but like it, I didn't get to like the numbers, like vaccine rollouts, who got who got what, okay. who was priority. I got to look into it. It's it's. I, Research your politicians. If you're going to vote for somebody, at least know their positions on policy. Oh, you just said that one thing, and it's like, oh, he said, oh, it sounds nice. Yeah, I'm just going to vote. I can't even tell you how many people voted last election, just Republican across the board. Just, Just because there was an R next to their name. They had no fucking idea who those people were, what their policy positions were, what they've done what they've signed off on, what bills they've authored, co-authored, signed off on, voted for. No idea who these people are. And they're putting them in positions of power. Tribalism at its best. It's ignorance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, don't, I don't know. And like, I can't, I'm not guilt-free of it because I've done it myself. But like at a certain point, when are you going to wake the fuck up and realize that we have a really good thing going here in this country? And if more people don't get off their ass and do something to keep it going, it ain't going to be here much longer. Yeah. And with everything going on at... I feel like things are starting to move like... The dominoes are falling. Like, 
And we need to kick the fuckers aside so they stop knocking down everything else. This kind of shows me how, like, how how you see the devolving of all of these other countries we've been in or those things start to fall and I'm like, this could never happen here. These are the step. These are the things that happen in that in those countries. Well, like, <clears throat> take this for example. Pick any um, uh, post-apocalyptic dystopian movie, mm-hmm. Hunger Games, yeah. uh, Ma- Maze Runner, Mad Max, Divergent. Yeah. Do Do you think that it was just one day the authority? decided like no it's everything's changing right now no today this day everything's <laughs> changing no that shit happens incrementally yeah you can't you can't pull that type of change over people want to fight you on no i mean so it, you slowly the nazis didn't just start on day one just start hauling jews in and putting them in a gas chamber yeah i mean they started with the disabled yeah and then when it came to the Jews, they told the public that the Jews had typhus. So they had to segregate them. They had to, they had to mark them with stars on their clothing so they knew who they were, so they could keep them separated, so they wouldn't infect everyone else. Look how that turned out. Regular citizens couldn't be bothered to speak out when they had the chance. When they could, they waited till they couldn't. And then guess what? They couldn't. Yeah. Um, I just hope we don't do that here. I don't think it will. No. I think there's enough people that... Yeah, enough. Even with all the... I wish we were... I wish we were in sometimes simpler times because we have too much... If too many distractions to where... Like, and not good, good ones to stimulate you, but not for you to see what's going on in the world. There's some people where you're looking at your phone, you're, you know, all the time. If you don't look up, shit, like, honestly, if you're making a good amount of money, you don't need to leave your house unless you want to do something. Yeah. Like. (laughs) For now. Yeah. Well, guys, um, you know, nice one to come back to. Uh, a little over uh, two hours. So, I don't know. I I, I kind of liked it. We we didn't hit everything, but we hit a lot. Yeah. So I I I, I kind of think we should start. I don't know, making these a little more extended than we've been. I've, we've we've been averaging about an hour. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, you guys might be seeing a lot more of these uh, longer formed episodes. Yeah, and um, what I am thinking about is putting uh, putting these episodes uh, somewhere else just to get a little bit more reach. So I'm going to be looking into that. Um, also, um, video is coming soon. So, with that being the case, guys, my name's Aaron, and I'm Trevor. And we're out of here. See you later, guys. Have a good night, you guys.